Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy, the show that talks 100% L.A. Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. Now it's time to sit back and relax as your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world of the five-time MLS Cup champion, L.A. Galaxy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. I'm your host, Josh Gessman, coming to you live from COG Studios on Thursday, January 23rd, the same day Chicharito is officially introduced to the press at a press conference, makes his first training debut as well. We'll talk all about that, including the tracker that we had going yesterday and the whole arrival from uh, Sevilla to London and London to LAX and the arrival at LAX and what sort of a, a fun little disaster that was. Uh, but we want to talk about that and, and all the little things Chicharito here, including the press conference, what he said, and, and sort of how things are uh, developing with the LA Galaxy's newest striker. Uh, to help me do all of that, welcome back to the show, Eric, the Portuguese Hammer Vieira. Eric, what's up, buddy? Chi, Chirito, Chi, Chi, Chirito. Oh, there you go. I love it. You, is this new theme music? This is new theme music. I was going to say, did we get this cleared? But yeah, is, is you, This is part of the, the budget now, <laughs> apparently. Perfect. So. And you still have Mike Rajos doing the intro right yeah well yeah, I, I i make so him still not not introducing me no no still, name? no yeah still not introducing right. you yeah that's how it huh, works we yeah. should, get, should get him on the phone yeah maybe uh, do you I, have his number no he's actually here oh. i make him come into the studio for every single <laughs> behind? in yeah behind the curtain <laughs> like over in the in this in the corner of the things so anyway uh yeah just a little good, bit you good know to be back this is exciting exciting times for to be an la galaxy fan it's 2020 right it is we 2020. Should, we're, we're excited we're happy right everything's good Everything is good. Okay. Cannot complain. You can't. Co- are life, you sure? Life is good. Okay. I just wanted to double check. Um, let's see. Big day today. Uh, press conference for Chicharito. So that was uh, that was interesting. I'll tell you right now. Holy geez, there were a lot of people there. <laughs> um, in terms of reporters and everything else, uh, that blew anything else. I've personally been. I wasn't there whenever David Beckham was, uh, was announced, but I've pretty much, I think, been there almost every other major signing that the LA Galaxy have had through the years. Um I'm going to credit this a little bit to social media because I think now um, there are a lot more people on, on social media platforms. So it's a lot easier to get if you want to know what time they're arriving or we know where they're going to be. Getting that information out there is, is a lot easier nowadays. You know, you're able to get flight tracker information and, and all of that. So I think, um, you know, with that elevated elevated sense with a lot more people interacting on social media, I think that has a lot to do with it. Obviously, it's not the, o- the only reason, you know, David Beckham being a, an icon and a big name is going to draw out a lot of people. Chicharito, you know, maybe not at that stature. I think he even mentioned that in the press conference. He may not be a, at that stature, but uh, in Southern California and being the star power that he has, you knew he was going to bring in a lot of people. It, it reminded me last season, we went to the airport to greet uh, Juninho. Junior, yes. Uh, a little bit different, <laughs> just a little bit. Different. There were like there were like thirty or forty people yeah. there. there. Yeah, was, I was gonna say. No offense. Uh, side note. Yeah. Do you follow a dude with a sign on Instagram? No, I don't. I don't. So, so it's just a guy who holds up a cardboard sign, right? With different sayings, and one of his sayings is, uh, "Stop saying no offense before saying something offensive." That's a, so, right. No offense to Genio, but you know he he had no entrance like uh, like Chicharito. You know. Uh, all the supporters who showed up, they they showed up in full force. That was awesome to see. Yeah, it was uh, it it was interesting, and, and certainly whenever you look, oh here you talk for a little bit. Tell, talk some more about stuff. This is how uh, the show's going to go off the rails on today. the first of November. <laughs> there was a man. Okay, are we no, good? I it don't know. Sounds like it's balanced. I don't. Out. It, it's 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 one of these things that's going right, to be. An I will issue. say this: there was a uh, a tweet that showed um, Chicharito's wife, uh, right, 
Sarah. Uh, Sarah. Uh-huh. So she was uh, exiting on an opposite end of the terminal, right? Because obviously there was madness on one end of the in ter- the end of the terminal. But where she was exiting, you could hear very clearly the chants that were going on. Uh, you know, with the Angel City Brigade and everything, everyone who was there and, right. and working hard, you could hear it. It sounded like the Diggity. It sounded like Dignity Health Sports Park on game day. At LAX. At LAX. So, so that was awesome. The, the estimates currently uh, put in somewhere around 1,000 people. Yeah, seems um, about right. Which, if you look at all the things, uh, the, if you look at sort of all the videos that we got and all of the different things that we saw, it seems pretty accurate. Uh, there was a lot of people. We'll talk about it. Let's start at the tracker first. Okay. Um, you were talking about social media. Listen, the Galaxy put out his arrival time, yeah. you know, as a press but, release. And I don't know that they've done that. I mean, they've done it a few. They did it they've with Juninho. Yeah. Sometimes they do it like under the, under the boards. They're sort of like, hey, Josh, this is when he's coming in or they'll tell the supporters groups hey yeah. this is when he's coming in or they'll organize you right. know, hey you, bus trip you know, things well that was, well, that was different yeah. that, that was a different thing with Zlatan because Zlatan flew private yes. basically from London all the way over exactly. to I did um, see that or, why or didn't from Manchester yeah why yes. didn't they coordinate you know something like they did for Zlatan and the, and the truth is <laughs> Chicharito is not flying private he doesn't have the private jets you know he, he did he, still, he still, did fly private let's not like completely diss the guy he flew private from Sevilla to, to, to London to, Heathrow yeah because I saw that <laughs> there are photos of uh, his child on the plane I was like uh that, that's not the plane that's <laughs> that one that's ain't arriving. big enough yeah. all right it's gonna have to make a couple stops if it's gonna make it all the way over no but i mean you're right so they fly privately um and it was something that you know we sort of we we knew um what the flight was and and we had a had a good idea about it so we knew we were going to do another tracker um it, it's it's a lot of it was a lot of fun then to be able to do that again and, and you know as jared dubois former co-host <laughs> pointed out uh anytime the intersections of aviation and soccer sort of cross with me it's a pretty happy day um I'm, i i have my pilot's license i grew up flying and i love it and if i could ever afford to do it again i will absolutely get back there and do it again um but you know it's a lot of fun so not only that but i've flown that trip on that plane before on that airline so it was british airways uh, it was an A380, which is one of the largest passenger airplanes. Uh, See, he's getting really excited. Cares. I know. It's, he's, he's, it's turning so flush, he's flushed. He's red. He's, he's, it's, it's too much fun. <laughs> so anyway, so you, so you saw that and you sort of saw them come over the Atlantic and, and do all that stuff. So it was fun to fun to watch that um, and be able to track it. And so we basically, and I dedicated myself to doing an update every hour. Uh, I set my alarm on my clock and said, okay, every hour, whenever it was in between the long transition of, of over the Atlantic and over Greenland and, you know, coming down into Northeast Canada and then eventually I think into Montana and then uh, maybe Wyoming and, and uh, Utah and then the Nevada and Arizona border, like right <laughs> on the border. It's always right on the border yep. uh, as you come in and approach that. So just south of Las Vegas, really, um, whenever you come in and then eventually into California. And then once you hit California, now it's rapid updates, right? The, it's the, through the Inland Empire. Through Pipo Rivera. Pipo, yeah, that was a good one. That was good. My, my phone autocorrected Pico to Pipo <laughs> yeah, because of course awesome. it does. So Pipo Rivera, by the way, if, there's, <laughs> if we don't create a shirt that says Pipo Rivera, there, there's something wrong with us. I think he's one of the rumored signings. <laughs> he could, yeah. he very yeah. well could be. If he replaced Pipo Gonzalez, I think, you know, fans would be happy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, it was, it, it's very, it's, it's fun, but you know, and, and, and something about, but I always think it's interesting. You, you talk about, you know, Los Angeles and we talk about how big Los Angeles is. And it always strikes me whenever we're following a plane, whenever we're doing that tracker and you see him come over the Inland Empire, Inland Empire is galaxy territory coming into, you know, the, the other, the heart of the city, the heart of the city. <laughs> Are we going to have that yeah, conversation? Is <laughs> galaxy territory. It's yep. the whole time the plane basically hits California all the way through Big Bear, I was galaxy say, even, country. Even Nevada. Nevada, you know, galaxy country. galaxy country there as well. Um, so it's just fun as you sort of see it come down and then, you know, you get into, um, you know, real close to the airport there and then eventually, you know, you're at the airport and then 
Um, because I don't know if you, if some of you have checked out uh, our, my social media and stuff like that. Honestly, that's how you know it was a big day for you because I'm the Instagram guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm usually the guy posting on Instagram. But when you are posting stories on the hour, every hour, that's how you know that Josh was excited. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so we did that. And then we had the actual, and by the way, we're the only people who had this. Uh, we had the actual flight landing. I was gonna say, hit the hit the horn. COG exclusive. <laughs> do we even? Oh, I do have the air horn. There we go. Um, COG exclusive there of Chicharito's uh, A380, the uh, the British Airways A380 that flew all the way from London Heathrow about ten and a half hours, almost eleven hours. Uh, whenever you look at it, and landed at LAX, uh, we had the actual video of that plane landing on the airport. And, and nobody else has that. That's, that's, that, that's the commitment that you'll get that's, from this podcast. It, that's right. That's, that's the kind of the craziness you can expect. <laughs> that's the kind of um, psych- psychopath who's into aviation <laughs> that we have on this side of the microphone. It, it is absolutely true. That is that is how it goes. So um, you get him there. Now, we saw people start to arrive, and, and I couldn't go. I have, you know, seven-week-old still, almost eight-week-old. Yeah, seven, seven o'clock is also a tough time, but, you know, but also the people made it. You know, it's also kind of, uh, if you work a nine-to-five, that's kind of an ideal time uh, to get off of work or and, head off of work a little bit early and, 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 go. Head, and head to the airport. So, uh, you know, obviously, people knowing that there was going to be a crowd tried to get there early, and you said, if you follow, you know, Galaxy fans and, and Galaxy Twitter and people around, you you saw it build, which was pretty cool because you saw a few fans there at the beginning, grew a little bit, saw some more flags. And then that crowd, that mass just kept growing and growing until it was essentially a mob by the end of it, which uh, I don't know if we're going to talk about, you oh, know, the yeah. length of the appearance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let, let's dive no, into it. No, right? we do because I have more was, information on that, too. So you know, it was basically a peekaboo, <laughs> you know, came out, you know, wasn't able to to make it through because of the large masses of crowd. Uh, of fans and, and supporters there. So, uh, you know, I know there's more to that story besides they, uh, there's yeah. always more to yeah. the story. Um, um yeah, <laughs> but, but, but it's still impressive. It's you, almost like you almost wear it as a badge of honor that it was, it was so rowdy and people were so excited that, you know, it, it, it caused chaos and it was a bit of a cluster, but, but that's almost, that's it, almost it was okay. what you, it was that's what you that's want. What you wanted. That's the party, you know? And it, and I think that's something that's to be said about game day experience as well. You know, some, there are some days where the score really might not matter because it's about the experience and being there and chanting and, and supporting. And, and that's really what it's all about is, you know, yeah, it's cool that the player's there. That's why you show up, but it's almost like the spectacle outweighs the event. Chicharito walking through a crowd was never going to live up to all the, you know, pomp and circumstance that went around it. So it can't, it's, it's kind of cool. It can't, it wouldn't anywhere else either. I mean, let's be, let's be honest. It wouldn't have worked, you know, in, in Manchester, if he tried to do that either, it would have been the same sort of crowd. Um, which I'm not saying we're trying to emulate what happens all over the rest of the world with this, but with that excitement and with that level of, of sort of intensity for um, the passion for the sport and certainly what you see here in LA, you saw it on on display, which was there's a thousand people waiting for a guy to get off an airplane to welcome him to Los Angeles who's going to go and play. I mean, And he's going to get into a car and leave. This doesn't, okay, but here's <laughs> the other thing is, this doesn't happen in any of the other major American sports. Like That's true. It, if somebody just trained, I mean, yeah, there, every, there, you will see people like sort of, you, you see the Lakers, right? Yeah, and they when have LeBron like, came to town, there was, that was definitely a it, thing. There was but a it's thing. more of a, like a, a uh, tabloid thing you know you have your tmz's and your your espn's it's it's a little bit different yeah i don't i don't know that uh you know you're gonna have the lakers fans there what was it that wasn't there a lakers reddit meetup and there were like 12 people that showed up <laughs> I, yeah, I, it, yeah. It's, a, it's a little bit different different culture when it comes to supporting your team it is it is so but it's just interesting to see that and you know i, I would say that you know if robbie Keane showed up to the airport now 
that yes. type of thing. You, you would expect It'd be different. it mm-hmm. would be different than what he did whenever he showed up. And you know, differently, if Zlatan comes, Zlatan came, it was different. You know, going the private plane and having people bust in to meet him and seeing that was great, but that was very controlled, right? Yes. That was very okay. That's and they could control it, and they could. It was with everything that within their own. Well, realm you know when you're at lax you're at tom tom bradley you, there you, there's only so much you could do you, you can't you, control air, air the airport you know staff or or you know what they have set up as far as barricading like you can't there are certain things that are out of your control so i understand you know fans being upset that they you didn't get a good look at chicharito possibly but the galaxy that's also not on the galaxy i don't think no no i mean you you can say it is because they were the ones who said hey you know, they should this, have flown them private. This, this is oh well, you know, this is where you guys should go, and you know they knew, but they knew they couldn't control that. And the people who are in charge of that really are, um, you know, the airport police there. Um, I think it's the LA County Sheriff that actually has control of the airport um, there at uh, at the uh, at the airport grounds, and so they're in charge of all that too. So again, it's just it's an interesting sort of dynamic. It's something new. I don't know that it'll ever happen again, just because. I'm sure there were people who were not very happy with the fact that a thousand people showed up, <laughs> you know, and there were all these things. But, but so, what are you going to do to stop it? You know, if, if, if Cristiano well, I mean, Ronaldo arrives in, you know, three years after Chicharito's deal is done, uh, you know, again, that's me speaking it into existence. Right. right. Uh, I, I, I don't think you could stop it. There are going to be people who want to show up and want to go to the airport and are going to find out flight information and are going to make it happen. So I don't, I, you could say it's not going to happen again, but if, if people want to see, a superstar they'll find a way to, to want to see that superstar yeah um it's uh, again it's just it's it's an interesting thing you know the galaxy could not put out the information next time that's one of the things you might still be able to find out now <laughs> this one is easier just yeah. because well it wasn't you had to have known that they were going to go to london so, yeah, to so be able to, to come and then be able to trace that backwards um and do it but um we had uh, uh Brittany, uh Brittany campbell who yeah, is one got, of our photographers got yeah, some got, of the best video she got great, out there great video and and sent it over to us so we had that on all of our instagram as well and so what you have is you have chicharito who was supposed to come out the main entrance at one point and then they move him over to the side entrance because they're trying to sort of be like okay how can we get around this yeah. crowd a little bit because the crowd was gigantic um and so and that's also one of my favorite wrinkles is the people who are getting off their their international flights who knows how long they've been traveling in the air they walk into a mass of la galaxy fans hooting and hollering and it's like what is this for if you if you have no idea what <laughs> you know you don't follow soccer you don't know what's going on you're like what what just happened what did i right. walk into we saw a little bit of it last year with juninho so i can imagine it's just amped up the confusion yeah uh, that, that's fun <laughs> yeah no no it, it is fun and and so that's sort of where uh where you have it and and, and how you how you have it again just so many fun <laughs> issues already you sing a song yeah you should you should just talk some more <laughs> I, I mean you know at this point that's how it's gonna go um but no um you know, the I think the, the video audio kind of got a little uh, crazy and out of hand on this. But um, basically, you know, it, you look at what Chicharito was, was going to do, which was come down that main entrance. Um, and then the fact they move everybody over to the other side, that's, again, they were trying to sort of work with what they had. Um, so I talked to some of the Galaxy people and I said, hey, why did he only come out? Because there was a lot of grumbling and I understand it. You go there and you wait for some two or three hours for some yeah, people. Which uh, is understandable. And you want to see Chicharito and you're there to welcome him and you do it. And the guy comes in and he probably signs stuff for about oh 30 seconds it was less than 30 seconds yeah so, but that's the that's the cap i was going to put on yeah and so you have him coming there and it's it's one of those crazy sort of things where you say okay um 
you know, let's let, you know, what are you supposed to do with a player at that point? And so what happened was his security people actually pulled him back. That's what stopped all of that was they grabbed him by the shirt and they actually yanked him back and they were like, no, no more. We can't, we, there, he has two security guys there. I think the galaxy had one security guy there. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. it, there you wasn't to, enough. You have to protect your investment at that point. Yep. And that was kind of the funny thing on, uh, the reverse angle as well. That showed him being, uh, pushed in the car and one of the security guard, Actually, we closed the door. You could tell it got stuck on his foot. So that made me think, imagine if Chicharito got injured right. being rushed to his car. <laughs> right. No, I mean, yeah. I, that, yeah. high, high, high ankle sprain for from an airport arrival. <laughs> uh, it was crazy. And like you said, you had the video um, basically showing uh, his wife already yeah. being loaded into the car beforehand. Yeah, with the baby. Uh, with the know, baby. Because yeah. I was thinking about that, too. You know, as it was happening and as that that crowd was building, I'm thinking he has a, a small child, you know, what is it? Seven months, nine yeah, months? Yeah, seven months. Yeah. So, you know, with a young child and a wife and all that noise, you know, how are they going to make that work? But obviously they already had details and a, a plan in place. And obviously it just, it just it didn't work out yeah. uh, for, for him to greet all the fans. But again, it was about the experience. I'm trying to put the positive twist on this. It it's is about the experience and, and galaxy fans should be proud of how they, how they showed up to support our, our, our new our new designated player. Well, well, Brendan Hannon took to Twitter afterwards was like, Hey, you know, if, if you know, in order to make it up to you guys show up to the open training on February 8th, um, you'll definitely get FaceTime there. And and you saw it at the training today. There was a a lot more video of him. And, you know, if you go to the, if you're one who goes to the trainings to try to see the players, that's probably your best opportunity uh, to get some FaceTime with the players. And he was taking his time and and taking pictures with fans and signing things. So it's nothing to say that he wasn't willing uh, to sign things, sign autographs and, and say hello to the fans. It just seems like uh, it was out of his control again with the security uh, you know, they have one job that's protect Chicharito and they protected Chicharito. So yeah, yeah, they, fair, fair, fair play to them. They ca- they kept him back on that yeah. one. Again, it, it, it's, 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 it was fun sort of to watch from afar. I know there were people who were frustrated with that, but you're going to get, you're going to get your time. And, and there's also the media all, you know, it wasn't just fans. It was the number of media outlets that showed up as well that I think added uh, an interesting wrinkle. And I mentioned uh, TMZ earlier when we were talking about LeBron James arriving. Uh, when you have, you know, someone who, who's a star in Mexico, we know, uh, down in Mexico, they take soccer seriously. So when you have the Mexican media or Spanish speaking media coming out, there's going to be, you know, that's, it's a large, uh, a large contingent of people. And so when they come out, it's not just one camera, you know, it's not a few crews, it's a, a, a no, large number of crews who are going to come out. And when they're all trying to get that, that, you know, I don't know, is this appropriate to say the money shot of Chicharito coming through, uh, then, you know, obviously there's going to be a ruckus and a little right. bit of chaos. And so that, that added to, to, to a little bit of the issues. And from what I was reading and understanding from people who were there is that it wasn't the fans who were bum rushing him. It was more the media cameras trying to get that perfect shot of him arriving. Which again, I mean, you know, you say that whenever you come to LA that you can escape a lot of that, right? Um, I Especially remember- as a soccer player. But I think the exception, if, if you're Ashley Cole, I think you could come here, live in anonymity, you right. know, unless you're, you're in the know, you're not going to really know, you know, who Ashley Cole is if you see him out at a Starbucks. But Chicharito, with our, our population in Southern California, he's going to be more recognizable and he's going to bring, uh, you know, bring a little bit more attention. I don't think he's going to be able to walk around, uh, you know, in an, an, an anonymity. Anonymity? Words. Words are fun. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but he's not going to uh, be able to walk around being unnoticed in Southern California. Yeah, it's it's, it's different. Um, which is nothing new for him. It was funny. Somebody, I think uh, I think it was Kevin who actually told me the story about Steven Gerrard. Um, and he talked about Gerard and Gerard said that whenever he got to LA, um, that he was able to go with him and his daughter and they went down to Santa Monica pier. And he said it was the first time really since his daughter was born that he was able to go out in public and not get recognized. 
<laughs> and not do the thing. And you're like, oh, well, how old is your daughter? Like four or five, you know, say so he's like, she's 13. Yeah. And so it's 13 <laughs> years of him being, being yeah. put through this. Um, so I so, saw Giassi's art is at the mall. <laughs> see, I mean, come <laughs> no, on. He was having a good old time. He's like, darn, someone, someone recognized me. He was probably frustrated. No, no, he I, was excited. Once he I was, called him out. <laughs> he was, he was excited. That's what you, I remember the first time I ever got recognized for my voice. I was standing in line and they're like, excuse me, are you Josh Kessman? I'm like, yeah. How do you know? Well, I recognize you by your voice was walking on cloud for like the next month. Oh. I was like, oh my God, I'm I, just, I got you one better. Yeah. The Amazon delivery guy. I thought we, we told the Have story, we haven't we? But you should oh, tell it anyway. I, I love telling it. Yes. And he's a listener of the show, obviously. Yes. So shout out to you. Hey, you know, drop the package off. Say, are you the hammer? I was like, <laughs> yes, I am the hammer. And of course, yeah, the kids were like, did they really recognize you? That really happened. Yeah, that so, really happened. And yeah. your, your wife My rolled wife, her oh, eyes it was so awesome. hard. Oh, I'm still, I'm still, I'm telling that story to everyone I get a chance to. I understand. I was recognized. I was recognized. You know, I, I get me. recognized more than Steven Gerrard in Southern California. Well, it's going to be harder for Chicharito, like you pointed out, um, with the with the Mexican press, obviously, um, here in Los Angeles already. Um, and the coverage from them is going to be huge. Uh, it's going to be ridiculous. It's going to be uh, overblown. And some of that is good, and some of that is probably not so good. Um, there's I, A lot of them probably don't care about the LA Galaxy and weren't there covering the LA Galaxy yeah. to begin with. Some of that is good, which means that hopefully they will cover the LA Galaxy and that that will funnel down and the more press for the Galaxy is usually better. But there's also, and we saw it with Zlatan, we saw it with David Beckham, you know, we saw it with Gerard, we saw it with, with all those, is that, um, you know, is that you just get people coming in to just pay attention to those players and sort of, it doesn't matter, which means that you get a lot of questions that have nothing to do with the galaxy. Yeah. And so, you know, so sort say, of the, what is Tam? Yeah. What is, is Tam? There what are the rules? There? What's this guy's name? Who's, who's that guy who's standing there? That's Jonathan Dos Santos. You should know that one. That one, yeah, um, that one they should know. Um, but no, I mean, it, it's going to focus a lot of attention on the LA Galaxy. You saw today um, at the press conference, over 160 different uh, media uh, people credentialed there. Uh, I think over 40, tel- 30 or 40 television cameras. There were a ton of cameras. Jim Hill got the first question. That's Jim, how you know it was a big deal. Jim Hill always gets the first question. Don't you know that? <laughs> this is Los Angeles. Icon. He's an icon. He is an icon. Um, you know, there were people I was standing room only. I was standing off to the side. Uh, Larry Morgan and I were there. Scott French and I were there. Uh, Delmy was there. Sophie was there. Yeah, the whole gang. Uh, yeah, Kevin Baxter was there. They had Dylan Hernandez there, But which by the way, I'm going to do this and this may be the only time I ever do this. Dylan actually wrote an okay LA Galaxy story. You you can actually, you're okay to read it. I was going to say, we're, we're playing I'm, nice. We're, we're going to play nice on this one. It was an okay Galaxy story <laughs> and he got it right. I, I mean, you know, I've, I've criticized Dylan a lot with, with some of the coverage he gets. Uh, but this one he got right, uh, 100%. And I have no problem with telling you that uh, to go and see it. So... Um, again, lots of, uh, lots of people, lots of, lots of stuff at the press conference. Uh, There's a buzz. I want, I'm ready for the season to start. You want it to start now, right? I'm ready for those preseason games. Like, yeah, it definitely gets you, gets you hyped up. And that's the beauty of the off season is, you know, February 29th is going to roll around. And that game's never going to live up to <laughs> all the buildup uh, that we're putting into it now. Well, and it's in Houston too, right? So, yeah. I mean, we're, it's not Mar- even, March 7th is really the one, really the one you're, 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 yes, you're, yes. you're ready to go for. Um, that's true. You know, so it's it's uh, it's interesting uh, to sort of see that. But no, I mean, there is a buzz and you should understand that. I thought it was cool. Um, Sarah, his wife, came in. Uh, I think his parents were there. Uh, Chicharito's parents were there, which he, he was talking about a whole bunch of times uh, during his press conference and during the introduction. Um, so they're closer now. Everybody's closer. This is a well, we. Uh, yeah, go are ahead. we, we going to touch let's on talk, it? <laughs> let's do it. We, we have because to talk about the naked humans. Naked humans. Yeah. But, but uh, Dennis Tacosa also mentioned when he was doing his introductions, you know, he didn't just welcome chicharito he walked him his family his sister his mother his father so um you know that gives you a little insight on the type of guy dennis is is because little details like that 
or why you're able to sign big names like Chicharito is because he's able to make those connections and to, you know, not just welcome the player, but to bring their family into it. And, uh, and I'll mention this at this moment also is that there was a lot of talk about Chicharito being a marketing move and it being done to sell tickets. And maybe, you know, it was other faces in the galaxy front office who are trying to sign him, you know, for that reason. But when you think about Dennis DeClosa, his history with Chivas de Guadalajara, his history with the Mexican Federation, you know, this had his fingerprints all over it. And the fact that he had those connections uh, with Chicharito is why this deal was able to be sealed. So I don't know. Yes, there are going to be lots of benefits marketing wise, but this was not a marketing move. You could tell the relationship was there uh, between Dennis and Javier and his family. And to go back to that, the blog, Naked Humans, you know, he had a new episode drop out, which created a whole sensationalized buzz. But uh, some, you know, some the, today, I, I will say that the first 30 minutes of that show fly by like there's nothing there and it's it's very galaxy centric on it yeah. um and you find out what's happening in the move and and sort of how that move is going so um it's it's worth i think it's worth the time i mean it, yeah so and you texted me you said you got to check this out and i saw several people posting it so the blog is called naked humans right. so if you go to youtube type in naked humans uh, it's basically their vlog that they have. It's Chicharito, a couple of his friends and his wife covering their life and, and kind of their journey. Uh, so it is an hour long. And that was my initial, <laughs> my initial was like an hour. Do I really have an hour to do this? But so I put, I played it, put it on the background. So I actually have the Cliff's notes. Oh, okay. Good, you. good. So That's right. You, you, you took could, notes. If you could only watch a certain section right. between the five minute mark and the 13 minute mark, he's basically talking about the negotiations going on with, with Sevilla and the galaxy and how, and, you know, the manager there not trusting him. So that's a nice insight. Then the 23 minute mark to the 31st minute mark is that emotional conversation with his family and his parents kind of. That's then that, that's, that's the, the controversial one. And, yes. and we'll touch back on that. And then at the very end, uh, after the 59th minute to the, you know, hour plus, it's him talking with his wife about finalizing the move, his excitement to come out, out to L.A. And, uh, you know, the stress that it might put on their family. And it's really a great look. You know, we see these players and they, they're almost like commodities, like trading cards. Like we got this one, you got that one. You forget they're people. They're like you and me. So when they, they're talking about coming to LA, they have to get a house. They have to get a car. And yeah, you make millions of dollars. Yes, you're famous. But, you know, you're still a person. You still have to arrange for an Uber to pick you up or you still have to arrange, you know, to, you know, make arrangements to live in a hotel or to find a house. So so it's all there. So if you if you need the Cliff's Notes, those are the, you know, 15, 15 most important minutes that you want to watch if you're just looking for the LA Galaxy content, um, but it, it was a fun watch. You could tell he has a, a fun time with his friends. He's got a he's got a personality, very likable guy. Well, uh, if you caught the press conference, um, he even says it, and I knew it just from watching the video. Is he's like, I love to talk, as you can tell, right? Yeah. And I'm like, dude, this guy talks forever. Um, a, a couple of the reporters and I were talking, and we said this guy's technically, uh, quote wise, better than Zlatan yeah. in a lot of ways because there's more substance to the Zlatan's great with the one liners and you know the zings and oh that's great, that's fun. He's a performance artist. Yeah, and he's entertaining, yeah. but Chicharito just seems honest. He's um, a good hang. You could like you want to. I want to hang out with him. Can I tell you that I have a real problem with calling him Chicharito? It just seems like it's a little boy's name, and his he's a Javier. But when I mean, you look he's at Javi. Him, yeah, he's 31 years old. He has the boyish. He does look like it fits him. It works. I don't know, man. It just, it just. So hey, you're gonna call him Javier? I, I think Javi, Javier. Well, the I funny like, thing was, I like Chicharito. If if you saw um, the MLS's interview that they did with him, um, uh, Kalen Carr was there to interview Chicharito in Sevilla. Um, by the way, that's a great video too. If you yeah. get to watch that, because I it, mean, if you weren't in on Chicharito before, go watch that video. <laughs> yes. he says he says a lot of he, he says, says all the right he things. He says every single thing correctly. He answers every question correctly, and you know. 
shows that he's ready to play for this club and to you know add four more stars to the crest. My, I mean, my favorite is just perfect. My favorite though is he, they were asking about Carlos Villa and and that and he goes he goes listen Carlos knows I play for the biggest team in MLS and the biggest <laughs> team in Los Angeles right and it was just like boom thank yeah. you very much done, I mean done and done that's and that's I, this is going to be an interesting thing. He's saying all the right things. And I was thinking back and I'm like, okay, what what designated player do I remember comes in that sort of has like this squeaky clean image that says all the right things at the very beginning? Um, and, you know, people, and I, and I was like, as soon as I started hearing Chicharito say these things, I see this, but more. Um, and so everybody's like, oh, it's Giovanni Dos Santos. That's who you're thinking of. And it's no, <laughs> no, that was not correct. Um, although, who said that? Get him out of no, throw, no, yeah. throw him out of the chat room. <laughs> um, no, it was, um, it was Steven Gerrard. It was really? Steven Gerrard. Okay. When Steven Gerrard came in, he said all the right things. It wasn't perfect, perfect, but it was, oh, hey, this guy's going to come here. He's not coming here to retire. He, he's a professional. He was a professional. Yeah. And you're like, okay, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Polished. This is more. This is more yeah. than that because there's exuberance in this. And I think Chicharito even alluded to it. I mean, the guy went on like a five-minute diatribe on why the why football is amazing. Yeah. You know, it's like the unpredictability. Well, and, and he even mentioned, you know, he talked about it, it, the, what's fun about it is it being unpredictable and not knowing what's going to happen. And, and he almost like a trust the process. It's all about the trainings and the moves and the, you know, the flight over and all the, that's all those little memories. Yeah. The things on the field are going to happen, but it's all the other things that lead up to it uh, that make it interesting. So yeah, he's, he's going to be a great quote. When I, I watched the interview uh, with Kalen Carr, watched the press conference and you mentioned it, he's almost going to be a better quote than Zlatan in in some ways that he's not going to give you the the spicy sound bites, but he's going to tell you the, the, what you want to hear. And he's going to give you a lot of meat uh, on that bone. But what I, what it made me think of is he's almost like the anti Zlatan because Mm -hmm. of his boyish charm and, and kind of his bubbly attitude and positivity, you know, Zlatan came in and he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to rip your throat out and then I'm going to stomp on you. And then I'm going to, you know, kick you to the curb and, you know, Chicharito is more like, you know what? I'm coming here. I'm having fun. I'm here to score goals. I'm here to play. I'm here to win. You know, it's just, it's the antithesis to what Zlatan was. And so that, that's what made it amazing. And so going back to that naked human yes. thing, he wasn't afraid, you know, he, you know, that was on his mind. And so that, I don't know if this is a concern or not a concern. He, he pays attention to what people are saying on social media yep. because that whole uh, retirement quote, you know, in, in the blog, he says, this is like the beginning of my retirement. Right. And so there were outlets that kind of ran with it and, 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 and painted and, it in a negative light, took it out of content. And it, let's face it, out of, it. It was out of context. It, it, yeah. Because if you watch that, and by the way, I've had some morons who have, who have been like texting me or damning me saying, this is a, this is a damning quote. You can't, you can't have, this is, this is a punch in the eye to the league and a punch in the eye to the team. I'm like, what, in what situation did you get that out of that context? Yeah. Because if, if you, you watch ju- the whole thing, if you watch the whole thing, this is a guy. And by the way, if you don't have empathy for this, I don't understand you as a human being. Um, this is a guy who his whole life, he's grown up, his grandfather played soccer, his father played soccer professionally, both of them, um, who wanted to go to Europe and went to Europe for 10 years. And he's been trying to live that dream of being that premier European player. And for 10 years, he has, done, he has a career... And- for 10 years and, in in Europe, in the best leagues in the world. And, and we're, we have a MLS team podcast. Yes. We love this league. We yes. want the sport to grow. You have a son. I have a son. If we wanted them to be the most successful soccer player in the world, where would we want them to go? Yeah. We want them to go to Europe. Yes. And so he, that that's the dream. And that's what he was saying is the dream is to go to Europe. And he did it. And he went there. And he's 31 years old and he's now coming back. So, yes, there's a certain sadness to that because that – 
phase of his career is it's, over. It's over. And so it made me think, and I'm going to compare myself to an athlete. Oh, please so do. That's, <laughs> these are, these always go over this real well. I love like, doing, I do like, this the same thing. It's something we like to do over at guys in shorts. Is, right. You know, LeBron James did this. Well, actually when I, you know, played some rec ball, um, but you know, I, I've made it no secret that I'm a teacher by trade. That's my, uh, my job. I'm still a teacher, but I, I'm out of the classroom. So when I made that transition, when I, I realized I was no longer going to have like my own kids, my own classroom anymore because of this new position that I was taking. It made me sad. I was actually sad that, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to have that connection. I'm not going to have like my own, you know, class. Cause that's, that's why I got into teaching. That's one of the, the best, you know, rewards is going in and having your own class and making an impact on young people's lives. So when I, you know, had a shift in my career, you know, I was sad because I was never going to see that again. So to bring it back to Chicharito, the dream was to go to Europe, to be successful in Europe. And he did it, but that part's over. And it's okay to be sad. And he showed that emotion. You know, he, he was sad about it. And there's no shame in that. And, and he also go. and by the way, I want to bring this up as well, because Daniel in our chat room and other people have said this as well, that the translation on that yes, as well. Yes. And by the way, um, I, this is not, <laughs> I, I have to trust other people on this. I don't know Spanish. I know little, un poco bit, okay? Very, very <laughs> minor poquito. bit. Yeah, just a little tiny bit, okay? Um, and I can almost sometimes put together clues in which to understand things. So I talk to people who speak Spanish. Eric speaks Spanish, and so he can translate things for me sometimes. And then we have real Spanish speakers. Kevin Baxter, by the way, speaks fluent Spanish um, and can translate stuff for me all the time. So I have him do it. Um, I also have, you know, native speakers who can translate stuff for me. So I go and I ask, and they have told me that, you know, the 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 word there in retire wasn't exactly, it's not a direct equivalent to retire yes. Um, as it is in the USA. And this is what Daniel says in the chat room. He says, uh, you know, it's not a direct equivalent to retire as we use in the USA in relation to a profession. It means more like to withdraw away from something. The like Spanish it. word for retire is uh, jubilar, I believe. So that's okay. what he says. I, I, so, not but it's basically I like them. a winding down. Yes, it, it doesn't mean I'm ending. It means I'm slowing. And, not, and, and I think even in the press conference when he tried to explain himself, it's still, he, it's, he, it still didn't land. Um, I feel, I feel like you and I, and I, I feel like the majority of people understand the if you, sentiment. If you watch the if video, you, watch you, it, you understand it. the sentiment behind it. But if you just listen to the press conference, when he tries to defend it, he says, you know, maybe my retirement lasts five or six years. And I, I that's, I think it's just, a, it's a wording thing. You know, you heard it in his press conference. He mentioned uh, something about, um, you know, I'm going to do what I can for this institution. Like there are some yeah. words, like no one calls a, a sports franchise, a, a, an, an institution, institution. but yeah. we know what he meant. Right. You know, it means, so a lot of that just, you know, is in the translation. It makes it a little bit, a little bit different. So, well, but here's, I don't think it was a bad thing. Here's the thing. If you so watch the whole clip. If you watch the whole clip, I'm by the way, that's what you want. If he says this is the beginning of my retirement, he's absolutely correct by the way, too, because if you look at it, let's put him, let's give him a four year contract. Yeah. He's going to be, he's 32 in June, I think. Okay. Okay. So whenever the contract is over, he has three years plus one. Let's say it goes all four years. He's 32 plus four. He's 36 years old. Is that not a career? Yeah. PSG is not coming and calling for, for him to be the number one option at striker to go back to Europe after that point. He, he knows that he, um, that this is coming to a close. Now, you know, Chris Tucker, by the way, on Twitter put out a great thing is, okay, so how many big designated players came in and actually retired with the LA Galaxy? David Beckham didn't, right? Yeah, Robbie yeah. Keane didn't. Well, it's funny that I mentioned PSG. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Although they exactly. were at a little bit different stature now than yeah. they were back then. Yeah, Robbie Keane went to India to play. Yeah. He didn't retire. Uh, Landon Donovan technically didn't even retire <laughs> with the LA Galaxy because he went and played in Mexico. That's a bit of a, but he didn't, it is. he didn't come to the Galaxy at a quote unquote retirement Cor age. Correct. Correct. Um, um so Zlatan, Steven, Steven, Steven Gerrard is the one, is the one is the, that I can think of. That's like, Ashley Cole went on to play 
went yes. on to play. I mean, yeah. and so you can sort of, Nigel DeYoung still playing. Yep. Like, I, so again, like the, the whole retirement league thing is overblown, but when you look at Chicharito, yeah, he is. And here's <laughs> why I don't, here's why I don't buy the translation issue in terms yeah. of that is that he went and defended the word today. Yeah. And so he knew it was a thing. And again, he's right in the fact that, um, people are taking it out of context because yeah. if you watch it, he is talking about this European dream. Yeah. And by the way, if he went to, and somebody put this beautifully, I actually, I think it was almost Dylan Hernandez and I'm sorry, <laughs> but Dylan said it. And I agree. And, and I've said the same thing is that, um, Liga MX is a step down from, from La Liga as well. hundred percent. So yeah, if he would have came right. there, they would have been like, Oh, he's retiring as well. Yeah, absolutely. And if he would have gone to, to Chivas de Guadalajara, they would have said, Oh, he's, you know, getting a hometown discount. This is just kind of a favor type of thing. Yeah. So I absolutely agree. We love the league. We want, I mentioned it earlier. We want it to succeed, we, but let's be real. It's not MLS is not La Liga. It's not the premier league. I got a chat. Room. Like we have to be real. <laughs> like, like I, yes, I, we want it to be at that level, but it's not there now. And that's okay. I, I got That's a, okay. I got a chat room dinger. Uh, John Cena DuPont. John Cena is always, always, bring, always, always bringing the heat. He, he says, Nigel DeYoung retired Darlington Nagby. That's true. That is <laughs> never to be heard from again. Although, never, uh, although he was to be heard from uh, again. Yeah, I know. What do you know? <laughs> Uh, yeah, but still, it's it's one of those. Um, but no, I mean, so I have one. I have no problem. He said all the right things. He's yeah. coming here. He's talked about his exuberance for the game. Listen, if you watch that video, you see his wife wasn't happy in Sevilla. Yeah, that was. You want to talk about the number well, one it, reason? It, I'm it, telling you right now, that was that was a big drive. We actually talked about this on our text thread. We said when the wife's not happy and wants to leave, the galaxy got him. Yeah, <laughs> they had him locked up. She was mentioning how Sevilla is almost like 20 years behind technology wise. There's not, you know uber and uber eats and ways to get around the city and ways to get groceries so uh, you know when you're you know a non-spanish speaker living in you know a, a city that's a little more antiquated you know los angeles seems a lot more appealing yeah. uh, and so happy wife happy life we, we talked about this already <laughs> oh i didn't talk about it with you i think i texted you but i told larry this that she I, i've told you that in her comments she said that the only place she trusts to get her hair cut is in Los Angeles in an, or in Australia. Well, there you go. It's a so done that's, deal. That's it. Well, you, and you know it was there. at the press conference, yep. Chicharito said, maybe I'll retire in Australia. Yes, that was exactly. Maybe that's not a slip of the tongue. Maybe. He knew. He knew he was going there. Well, I'm sure his wife smiled yeah, on that was one. Right? Say, She's Australian. so They've got this whole plan mapped out. Is it wife or is it girlfriend? It's wife, isn't it? Did they get married? Are they? Oh, is she to, just a wag? Are you, are you, Can we just are you, just wagger? Are you, okay. are you giving me homework here? I don't know. Yeah, I, I thought it was wife. I, I can't remember. It, it it's doesn't his matter. Wife. His partner. It, it doesn't matter. That, yeah, they have a kid. They're good. Um, very much like a, a home guy. I was talking to um, somebody in the galaxy today and uh, who got to hang out with him a little bit and was like, the dude is the real deal. And this person has told me when people are not the real deal, by the way, they're like, mm -mm, nope, shaking their head the whole deal. He's like, this guy's the real deal. He's like, yeah, he walks up and he's like, yeah, I'm, high, I'm Javi. How, how's it going? It's good. Nice to meet you. You know, hold it. No, there's no, there's, it doesn't seem to be an ego there. He talked about how he's not, he's not a, 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 a selfish player. He goes, yeah, yeah. I'm a striker. I'm sometimes I'm not, not going to pass and I'm yeah. going to score goals. That's he goes, part of the job. He goes, but it's, by the way, chat room says wife. Um, <laughs> so we'll go, we'll go with that. Uh, she, he goes, but yeah, I'm not a selfish person. He goes, I want to win. Um, and that means I'm not scoring goals, but I'm helping my team and we're winning. Then we're doing, then I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Uh, he wants to score goals. Uh, I really think that he's going to, it's an interesting case. We were kicking around numbers. You know, Kevin was trying to say, oh, well, there's no way he scores 15 goals because, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, whatever. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I disagreed. I said between 15 and 20 is really where Fif you want him. 15 is the, is the minimum. Is the minimum, yeah. Yeah, I, and I don't think that's that's too hard to understand um, if he's healthy. By the way, hold on. Let's just back it up for a second. <laughs> Can we, we're talking about retirement for a guy who's 31, 31 years old. We, we just sent a 38-year-old 
striker to AC packing, Milan, who we won, who's a lot of people wanted back. Yes. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we're not exactly talking, uh, and not someone with a, an injury history of you know knee replacements. Yes, of course, there's injuries, but I, there's not a serious you know he doesn't have an injury plagued career. You better you but you just jinx him. I just <laughs> oh, no. I don't even know Knock how on you. Wood. I don't. That's, I take it back. That's I not take a, it. Oh, yeah, that's sorry, guys. Everybody can mark that one down on uh, about the 40th minute of this podcast. I, isolate that audio. Yeah, that was uh, that was how it goes. Um, but no, I mean, so he says all the right things. His, his attitude and his demeanor. Uh, I was told specifically that he was trying to continue to sign things when his security team kept telling him, "No, no, no, you have to be pulled yeah. back." And again, this seems like a guy who is going. I'll be honest. This seems like a guy who will come on our podcast. I mean. I, this I, it's you gotta, you really know hard. the right people. You said you were talking to someone at the Galaxy. Let's let's get let's get them on. <sighs> you know, there's a bunch of people who are on my list. You know who's top on my list right now? Who? James Corden. Oh, did you see that video? Did, yeah. Kudos to the Galaxy for putting that out. They showed a video of Chicharito calling James Corden uh, to talk to him. It seemed like they're old buddies. I know James Corden is a West Ham uh, supporter, so you know he, he obviously probably has a previous relationship there. But when he said, you know, the deal's done, and in James Corden's face lit up, and he says he's at the games every week. So can you? Can, yeah, that's pretty cool. By the way, I questioned that whenever the, he was like, "Oh yeah, I'm there all the time, buddy." You know, and and James Corden, who's like one of the busiest people in Hollywood, by the way, just ridiculously <laughs> crazy. Well, Katz is on green screen, so <laughs> so it was just one spot. Yeah, you just I need think to have you to could actually do that in a suite at. Dignity Health Sports Park. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, fun fact: Cats was recorded at, at Dignity, Dignity Health, Health Sports. I'm starting that rumor. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, you look at it, and I always think it's interesting. You know, Gordon Ramsay was a big Galaxy fan whenever David Beckham was here, and he was at the games all the time. And you yeah. saw him. I don't see James Corden all the time, so I was like, mm. "There's been photographs of him." There are. He's, yeah. But I'm told he does have a suite. By the way, he has a suite at there, and he fo- he definitely follows the team whenever they're on the road. Oh, in terms did. of he follows what the results are, he knows. And if you saw the video, they're his club, yeah, yeah. If you saw the video, he talks to Chicharito, and he goes something. He was like, "With you and Legette and Katai, Katai is an inside. If you have to follow the team to know Katai, yeah, that you don't because there are going to be people who show up on March seventh and say, "Where's Alessandrini?" Who's this Katai guy? <laughs> yep. You know, so to know that, you know, he follows the team. He's a diehard, which is pretty cool. And he, of course, he did the the Beckham statue prank. Yes. So you know, he's he's in with this club. Let's get him on the show. I, I'm, we wanted the head. Yeah. Didn't, didn't we want the statue? We did want that. We asked. We <laughs> asked James Corden as a guest, yeah. not to keep it. Yeah, it was it was fine. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, this is one of those things that I can try to get James Corden on the podcast. But really, if more people tweet at him and tell him yeah. to come on the podcast, that might have better chance Listen, of working than if if Kevin Baxter can say the name Chicharito and he's on the. Team Team two weeks later, right? We, we can get jo- James Corden. <laughs> James Corden to call him. Why not? I almost call him Jordan. That that would work too. Jordan Corden. Um, okay, so th- there's that. Here's the other thing. Let me give you a little update on training as well. So Chicharito was technically at training today. He did zero training, but he was at training today. He did the initiation. There's he, usually some type of new player initiation when a new player shows up. He was out there for about 15 minutes, um, and so you know that was about the 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 gist of it. He came out late. Um, in terms of everybody else was already out on the field training. He came out, he did, he walked through the little tunnel and, you know, there was the whole one of us uh, tweet that the Galaxy put out and he did that whole thing. And then basically training was over and, you know, everybody back for the press conference. He had a press conference. He had a press conference to get to. So that's fine. That's a good, that's a good time in terms of how it goes. Um, but it, it's, 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 you're going to watch him as he gets introduced here. I mean, this is a guy who is technically in quote unquote game shape yeah. because he's coming over and he wants to time. play. Yeah. And, I, I, go ahead. The other thing is uh, he, he came at the right time because he dodged uh, 
Valde Contos is two a days at the beach. Ooh. You know, there's some beach training if you follow By the, the Instagram page do, at Galaxy Profile. Got to plug it. Do uh, do <laughs> I get like just tons of credit for guessing they were going to the beach whenever I saw offsite training? Yeah, that was that was like I was. And by the way, it's a no brainer. That's a benefit of being in Southern California. You get to go to the beach in February. You know what though? How many times do you think the Galaxy have trained on the beach? Probably five times total. I, I have no idea. This was the only time I <laughs> oh, could, I thought this was a, like a no, no, right I didn't game. know. I didn't know the answer. <laughs> I'm saying that I don't think that they have ever trained at the beach, at least not to my knowledge. I don't remember pictures. They've been at the beach to do events. I was going to say, but I, I don't think they've seen, trained. seen pictures of them. Training. I don't think they've trained Maybe players training. Maybe not an official. Galaxy. Maybe not an yeah. official. Yeah. So, um, so no, I mean, you know, it, it looks like that, which was great. I guess that. And the funny thing was that whenever I saw the schedule come out, I texted the galaxy. I'm like, what is this offsite training? Are they going to go like go to the beach or something? <laughs> and then I immediately said, uh, I, uh, I said, do not tell me I want to be right. And I want to guess it without you telling me. And they're like, they're like, I won't tell you except that. Yeah, that's probably where they're at. I'm like, okay, that's, that's fine. So and, and in little things like that, I think there were a couple years ago where the galaxy trained, uh, I believe it was, was it in Arizona or, or you know, uh, so when you travel offsite with a team, there's a, a team bonding aspect. And you see that from the pictures is they're having fun, right. getting acclimated with each other. You, you know, take what you will. They're just pictures. But it seems like, you know, the group is is happy to be back. And when you see the players posting, they're excited to be back and training. You know, this is their job. It's what they love to do. And so it, it seems like this is a good a good thing to go off site, change the scenery. It's still early, uh, but Valdecantos is still running the ship there. So I got I have a question. Beware for you. the butcher. I have a question for you. Uh, an important one, I think. So Zlatan Ibrahimovic, obviously huge influence on everything the LA Galaxy did over the last two years. Team chemistry go up with Chicharito instead of uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic? Seems like it. I, I, I'm, I'm the number one Zlatan defender who will tell you the Galaxy needed him. He was a great asset to the club. But uh, I'll also tell you that, that there are probably a, a lot of members of that locker room who are, are happy that he's gone. Yes. And they're not, not going to have him looming and staring and, and uh, you know, and doing his thing. He, Zlatan earned it with his career and his, his level of, of where he is on, on the world soccer stage. He's earned it. He can He can do what he wants. Um, but Chicharito is going to bring a different flavor. And I think that's going to change the the team camaraderie a little bit. You see it, uh, you know, with Jonathan Dos Santos, his personality, uh, Sebastian legit, you know, if you follow, and again, it's my thing, follow these guys on social media, you get a little bit of a glimpse into their life. And when you see their personality, you see Chicharito's personality, especially after, you know, seeing his, you, you can see that the personalities seem like they're going to mesh well. And, and that's what you want. Uh, we, we, I spoke with Eddie Lewis in, a, in an interview once before, and I asked him, is team chemistry a real thing? And, and he said, you know, it, it is and it isn't. When team chemistry is off, it can make a good team play poorly. But when team chemistry is on, it's going to make a good team play that much better. So uh, it, it shouldn't because players are going to go out there and do their job. But when camaraderie's right, it's going to make the team perform that much better. Eric, I've been watching a little documentary on Netflix called Cheer. And how are you going to bring this one around? I've been watching you. I've got no connection. Yeah, I've, this, no, no, <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a one. You know, I, I saw it and I'm like, I'm not watching that. All right. That does not seem like something I'm going to watch. Cheer also does not seem to be in my wheelhouse. Yeah. I, so so my wife and I were like, I'm like, I kind of want to watch this just a little bit. Let's let's go ahead and take a look at it. We watched it. And the next thing we know, we're we're sufficiently hooked on it and we've gone all the way through <laughs> it. So we're, we're already done with that season. And it's I'll, like I won't glowing ruin it. endorsement. Yeah, I won't ruin it for anybody, but um, it, it's intense. I mean, I was I was, you know, edge of my seat all all tense for for Daytona. Um, so that's those were sort of the fun things like whenever whenever I was watching. But I'm thinking and 
it, you know, first of all, cheerleading. Um, is like, seems, I'm, I'm waiting for yeah, this I know, to turn no, the corner. I got it. I got it. I got it. Don't <laughs> worry. No, this is good. So um, cheerleading seems like this rough and tumble sport that is what like makes soccer players look like they're not even trying hard. I mean, these, <laughs> some of these people are falling from yeah. heights and like concussions, all that stuff. Anyway, the side note to that is that one of the things they talked about is they had an alumni come in, uh, an alumnist, an alumnist come in. Um, and talk to this group at uh, Navarro College, which was where it was. Okay, so... Is that uh, a made-up college? No, it's a, it's a junior college. Okay. It's a JUCO. Yeah, um, but still. Yeah, uh, national champions. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> 13-time you, you, national champions. You are all in on I'm, cheer. I'm done it. telling you. So, um, but they had to come in, and, and she asked them, and it's a bunch of guys and girls, and they're all sitting around. She goes, she goes, you know, do you guys all get along? Are you a group? And they're like, yeah. Like they didn't answer, and yeah. she's like, she's like, nope, um, you don't, no, you don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she looks around. And she goes, she and she says, this is a problem. She goes, if you all can't trust each other, and if you all can't, and by the way, she definitely was using y'all, and I'm I'm spacing it out. Yeah, where is Navarro College? Texas. Oh, okay. Um, oh, it makes it's all snapping into focus, isn't it? It's that all coming sense. together. Yes. yes. Um. So she, if you all can't trust each other, and you all can't work for a common goal, it's not going to work. You're not going to be national champions. It's never going to happen. Um, and you could see them like sort of look around at each other and be like, yeah, we're not together. You know, we're not doing that. There's something to that. We talked to Mike McGee in our 700 show. We talked to Todd Donovan on our 700 show. We talked to those guys and the biggest thing, and I continue to take away from it is that they say how much they played for each other. Yeah. Um, and you, you know, it's easy to go back and look at the galaxy team last year and say that wasn't happening because, you know, they didn't succeed past, you know, the, the, the second round of the playoffs, which is, which is a, a good step forward, but you could always tell that was not a complete team. And we knew that, um, but playing for each other is something that this team has to learn how to do. Mike McGee said it. Todd Donovan said it. I imagine that Landon Donovan would tell you the yeah, same thing. It's the part that takes you over the edge. I mean, you saw it with Atlanta United a couple seasons ago. You you saw the, that team chemistry was on point. When they got on the field, everyone was in sync with with one another. And they, you know, uh, you know, take it back to social media, were spending time with each other off the field. And, and that's how you build those connections and then take it to the next level. So teams who have been successful have that secret sauce. Uh, you know, McGee, when he talked about it, he said some of the best memories are, you know, in the locker room drinking scotch after a game and buying an expensive bottle and making that like an inside bet, you know? And so I think things like that do push it over the top. You could have all the talent in the world, uh, but if the chemistry's off, it's going to be a little bit of a, di a disaster. Think of like France in the World Cup was it 2010? Right, they crashed out because of all the you know all the talent in the world defending World Cup champions, and 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 it's a mess behind the scenes. What was that, the, what that was, was the one in South Africa? Yeah, which which U.S. team though crashed out? It was the, the whole debacle. That, the 19, that, was that well, 98? 20, 2010 was uh, oh yeah Nine, 98 yeah yeah the Steve Sampson yeah yeah. There's a whole podcast series about that if you want to look at that. But yeah, basically after '94 and all the growth that the U.S. made uh, in growing the game there, basically the '98 team was a, a dumpster fire chemistry wise. Uh, so that, and that's a thing. It's a real thing. And it looks like we're checking all the right boxes and there's still some pieces to be added. So we'll see how they fit in with the team. Uh, it'll be interesting. LA galaxy currently stand at 22 players on the roster, 22. So that means there's eight possible additions, but we are still expecting at least one demotion, uh, Didi Charore, And also Jorgen Shelvik is still not supposed to be on this team. I'm just telling you, it's just, you know, he's going <laughs> to start, he has here. a contract. He's going to be there. I heard that he hasn't been seen in a lot of photos though. He's, he's, in, he's, the, in he's the around. I mean, you see him. It they're, looks they're, like he's training. They're so. not showcasing him. No, of course not. <laughs> They should be. They, no, no, they shouldn't be because he's <laughs> I mean, not going to be there. Hey, I mean, Norway, are you listening? Yeah, I mean, this is this is where it is. I think uh, Kevin talked about it last time, possibly going back to Rosenberg, where he came from. 
Um, so that's still a possibility. You know, people, again, I wouldn't freak out about this. The Galaxy sit currently at nine international slots and they only have eight. So this is another indication that Triori is going to get moved down, especially with the LA Galaxy still going after. It looks like an attacking piece, according to Dennis DeClosa, and a defensive piece. So there are two probably borderline starters slash backups that are being attempted here for both of those. And then you're going to fill in. He talked about signing some other homegrown players. I think we know of at least one. And that's if you're following the pictures of training. You're seeing some LA Galaxy 2 players who you can kind of uh, suspect given their form. Uh, you know, Leaks Cup and, and how they performed with the G2s last season. Uh, you might be seeing some call-ups, some homegrowns uh, added to the roster. Uh, but if you're looking at starters, strictly starters, the LA Galaxy have their starting lineup. There's one. The only, there's a borderline, but, technically. But yes, I, I get where you're central defense? Sen- yeah. We, uh, if you look at the team and who they started last season, we have a team that can start. Ideally, you want to add a borderline starter who you can mix and match right. and integrate into the squad. But right now the galaxy has a starting lineup and they do you know that's essentially set. Uh, I know that uh, Matt Doyle was going through and talking about how the, uh, the LA galaxy are still woefully short on some things. And he's right, by the way, yes. I don't disagree. I, I not a hundred percent. I don't disagree a hundred percent places where they're thin outside wing right now. So both a backup for Pavone and a backup for Katai. Cause right now you're, you're shifting pieces who you had in the center, who you'd play out wide, wide. like legit but, but, could go but, out. But, but not a natural, this is our depth piece. You're Emma Boateng coming off the bench. You know exactly where they're going to play. Yeah. Um, so so that is, uh, that's something to watch. Um, what's going to happen there? We talk about the center back, the center back depth. Otherwise, okay, so if you're going to start, let's have say you have your starting. And by, I, th- I think Insua is still not in camp with the Galaxy, but should yeah. be shortly. Um, if you're going to have a starting, it's Insua back there. He's the only change to the back line, though. Technically, everybody else was here last year. Because yes. Rolf Felcher is probably your starter over Julian Araujo. Yes. Although he sounds like he's having a very good camp so far. So that's a good sign for LA Galaxy fans. For Rolf? Uh, no, yeah. Well, well be, Julian's not in camp. He's, he's with the... Araujo. Araujo. That's what I'm saying. He's with the U.S. Oh, Men's US National team. team. Uh, yeah. I guess sorry, I sorry. I, no. He's, I, whenever I said camp, in my mind, I'm like U.S. US International. It, so well, he's, The Galaxy are at camp, right? They are. They are in camp. camp? They're okay. in training camp, I guess. Yeah, um, but, yeah but still. Um, so you have him um, doing well, but I still don't think he's a starter over Felcher. I think he could become that starter We're over the year. We're grooming him to be a starter. He's That's, not there yet. But you have good depth there. That's good. Um, you know, have you have uh, Danny Acosta, who can yes. play left back. So that's a left back. So you sort of have cover there. So really, you're looking for cover in the center um, at center back, which means an either borderline starter really helps that out. Or um, do you shift and Sua to the middle. Why would you see? Why? But why would you do that? <laughs> you get a guy who you have a weak position at, and Sua certainly seems like he can play left back. He has the pedigree to be able to play left back. He's basically he's not Ashley Cole, and I'm not going to pretend that he is. But he played at a very high level at left back, and I don't think he's going to have a problem playing that position this yeah, year. I agree. Um, I said the I'm same thing about Jorgen Shelvik, just to let you know. So, <laughs> uh, you know, well, Jorgen Shelvik was the opposite. You know, someone who started as a center back and worked better as a left back. You know. Ugh. degrees did, degrees did, did, of, i was gonna say degree, better degrees of working marks. better but uh you know so so that's a possibility as well because if you look at uh, where insua has played in the past he has filled in uh in the center but obviously his preferred position and where i think he'll be best for the galaxy is that left i agree with that well and, and here's the other thing again we, we talk about it so many times is that okay so we, like i said there's nine international slots being taken right now if the season started the galaxy would have to go out and buy one um in order to keep everybody in, in order get to get some keep green cards the, why is why Inter- the galaxy Inter- used to be really good yeah. at this? Could, Atlantic did it. Inter Miami did it. You Let's, know who is prime for one too? Was Jonathan Dos Santos should have a green card. He's at this here. Point. He practically you know runs Hollywood. Um, that should happen because you're seeing it around the league. 
that people are going out and, smart. and getting yeah. green cards, which they're, you they're should do. On. Galaxy used to do it. Uh, Juninho, Sarvis both got green cards. Didn't count as international players. Uh, you know, those those happened a whole bunch. Robbie Keane, green card. Uh, yeah. I, did Beckham get a green card whenever he was? I, it makes sense. It seems like he would have. He probably had a residence out here before he he came out. But it, it's one of those things that um, you know. And if you saw some of the tweets today that were going around Twitter. Um, talking about the length of time that says, you know, a couple year process now is five or six month process. And so yeah. people are being able to do it. So if the Galaxy don't take advantage of getting some of their guys' green cards, they're 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 missing out on a competitive advantage. And what's Chicharito's wife's nationality? She's, she's Australian. Australian. Oh, so close. So I thought you yeah. thought maybe American. Her, her English no. is so good. I thought maybe no, no. there's, you know, some American. No, no, Australian, as far as so. I know. Um, so. Uh, it's one of those. That's that's how you look at, at at the LA Galaxy in the lineup. So, I mean, they're missing, in my mind, the, one of the biggest things that they have right now is that there aren't a whole bunch of changes to defense, which is a problem. Or, or is it? Because then you have consistency. You're not shaking up things. You know, the players know what they're going to get out of their teammates, um, good or bad. There is... Uh, a huge hole right now of anybody who's going to play underneath Chicharito. Who's who's the backup <laughs> to Chicharito? Ethan um, back. Uh, yeah, and that that doesn't work. Yep. That does not compute. I agree. Uh, he can be on the team. I'm not saying he can't be on the team, but he cannot be the backup. Your, your number one option if Chicharito needs to be subbed off. I agree. He should not be that number one option because then you're shifting pieces again. And by then the way, you shift Pavone up there and then move. You know, different. Make it happen somewhere else. Here's the other part of this is that, and I know Galaxy fans are always like, oh, well, we need an attacking central attacking midfielder. You've got like a couple guys who can play that role. That's it. That's what they're supposed to do. That's you're, Whether they do it or not, we'll see. You're, you're done with this. I mean, you can't have a designated player in every single spot. And I think that's <laughs> sort of where it comes in that, you know, now these signings that come in, you're talking about the next eight signings that come in our depth and, and mm. will really kind of almost determine how successful probably the galaxy are. Because if you can get a backup striker who can put in some goals, what, a backup striker who you can put in late in games whenever you need goals yeah. and you can pull out a midfielder or something like that and go with two up top with Chicharito and somebody Alan else. Alan Gordon-esque type signing. Someone sure. who's not going to light the world on fire, but who's going to be, you know, a serviceable goal scorer. Who's going to be a danger, you know, yeah. coming off the bench. You need that. Um, you know, the the central attacking midfield is, is legit right now. Um, you can play Katai there and move legit, bounce him out to the side. That happens too, but I don't love Katai in that spot. I think he's better on the wings. Um, so you look at that and you say, listen, there are pieces here. And as you said, the starting lineup is pretty much set. I mean, you can argue between Joe Corona and, and Sasha Kleshner right now, but Joe Corona is probably going to get the nod and Kleshner's coming off the bench. Well, if you're going with consistency and in, in where we were successful last season was with that triangle of Leggett, uh, Dos Santos and Corona. I think that was the most successful midfield. Uh, Fabio came in there, but at the same time, I don't think he, you know, he had some good he, moments. He but scored in Liga MX. Did but, you see that? Like yeah, his he first had a game, game and yeah, had some assists. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why does that always happen? Yeah, but yeah. you know, yeah, but still, yeah, <laughs> we're better off. I, I, I don't think uh, he was worth keeping around. I think, I think that's legit. Dos Santos and Corona was were your best options. Um, so I mean, that's where you're sitting. You look at Jonathan Dos Santos as a starter. Christian Pavone is a center. Uh, Javier Chicharito Hernandez is a starter. Uh, Katai is a starter. Kleshin's borderline. Shelvik is on the bench and moving to Norway. Um, Again, people Gonzalez. Are you, have you been working out? You got to be ready for that I've, shirtless shirt. I've been, I've been shirt. eating more. I swear, if that <laughs> I'm not nervous, but as this goes on, I'm yeah. going to get more nervous. When when, Feb- <laughs> when the middle of February hits and Jorgen's still on the roster, yeah. I'm not going to be a happy camper. Yeah. Okay, you're not going to not be nervous. Um, yeah, and and people are saying here they're going to buy Shelvick out. I don't see them doing that. I see them being able to move him. If if you paid six million to buy out Giovanni Dos Santos, why not pay one million 
it seems like it's because you can probably loan them out for less than that. Like and, it, and eat, I, I mentioned the panda mentioned this, you know, you eat half a salary yeah. or, you know, and so somebody's going to get them for $500,000. Okay. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, so that happens. Uh, you know, Joe Corona is a starter. Perry kitchen is a great backup now. Yeah. He's a perfect, you know, come, come off the bench when you, when you have the lead or, and in games that he started last season, I remember him uh, specifically that, that Orlando game, you know, he, he looked great. He did his job. He again, serviceable MLS professional athlete that you need out there. Yeah. Um, that, that makes sense. Uh, by the way, Perry kitchen last year of his contract, um, this year. So I uh, hope he could stay healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Perry kitchen's pelvis. Yeah. <laughs> the pelvis injuries. <laughs> um, we should get a, we should get a shirt that just says pelvis on it. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, yeah, we can, we can figure that one out. Um, so yeah, Perry kitchen, David Bingham, um, you know, the starting goalkeeper. Every time I see somebody be like, they're going to bring in another goalkeeper. No, they're not. They're not. (laughs) Especially not with an international. No. Yeah. They're not wasting an international slot on. Yeah. Sebastian Legette starter, Rolf Felcher, a starter, Daniel Starr is a starter. Uh, Danny Acosta is a great backup. And he says, uh, you know, Dennis talks about him fighting for a spot on that back line. I look at him similar to Araujo. Araujo is someone who at his highs is going to be your best option, but you need them to consistently be at that level. Araujo is going to fight for, speaking of him, he's going to fight for that starting spot over there with, uh, with Felcher. I think when, when he's on, he's your best option. Ethan, over, over Rolf. Ethan Zubak is a, is a homegrown player. So his salary doesn't count against cap. So it doesn't really matter. No harm, no foul. There you go. Um, Efrain Alvarez, listen, um, expecting a step, a huge jump forward for him this year. If he's going to play, meaningful minutes and get meaningful time. He has to be meaningful on the field. And I think that he disappears more often than he shows up. Well, when I heard people talking about, you know, who's your cam is Efrain Alvarez going to be your, your cam. I don't, I don't see him there. A lot of people wanted to see him make a leap last season. We saw a little bit of it, uh, especially that home opener. Uh, but then it kind of fizzled after that. So you do want to see him take those next steps, you know, taking into account his age. But at, at some point we, where you're going to have to stop saying, Oh, well, he's still young. He's still young. You know, no. In, in, in the world of soccer, you know, you can be 16, 17 and make an impact on these teams. So we're, we're going to need to see that that next level up from him. Cuello is a, is a whatever. I mean, it, it doesn't hurt you. I think that if he takes a step forward, that only helps you. I mean, listen, if you want to have success this year, have Efrain Alvarez take a huge step forward. Have Emil Cuello take a huge step forward. Have all these guys fighting for minutes so that way you can bring these yeah. guys in the second half. And there's an impact uh, to this team. Um, you know, Justin Vom Steed goalkeeper. Okay, great. That like, it doesn't matter. Uh, Eric Lopez. Great. Homegrown. Doesn't matter. You know, you but look I, at these. I, and, and I like those, you know, Vom Steeg and Lopez. When you look at that, you're not wasting, uh, international slots. You're not, you know, breaking the bank on these players. And you know, if, if you don't have great feelings uh, about Bingham, the drop off, it seems like, you know, you know, for a decent goalkeeper, it seems like as long as you're not a, a, a dumpster fire, it's it's going to be okay. It's your defense that needs to do the work. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't, by the way, I implore you to go to The Athletic and read a story by uh, Sam Steschkel. Is that how you say it? I never can say it's like, I just sort of smush it all together. I was going to say, it's like retirement. We, yeah. know, we know what you're trying to say. <laughs> it's, it's fine. Uh, and he talks about how the Los Angeles Galaxy signed Chicharito. Uh, if you read the article that was on the Galaxy's website, it's pretty short on details. Um, so this one has all of the details uh, in terms of how it was signed. And even remember that big hiccup in terms of, oh, well, the deal may fall through yeah. explained in this piece. Um, it's great. And, and basically what that comes down to is the management of the individual's marketing rights and how those were going to be managed and signed and, and dealt with, which we had talked yeah. about. And when, when you think about a player like Chicharito, who's the face of Mexican soccer, uh, if I, if I was his agent, that's something that I'd want to work into the deal. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it makes sense. It, it makes a ton of sense. Um, 
I'll have to say it. Uh, and by the way, we've never had a problem giving credit where credit is due. Uh, we said it whenever Zlatan Ibrahimovic was signed, and we will say it again. Between Dennis Teclosa and Jovan Karofsky, um, they're the ones making these deals happen. Yeah. And and Dennis certainly had that prearranged. And Jovan Karofsky, they even talk about in this um, in this piece, um, tried to go after, after Chicharito before he moved uh, to West Ham. Uh, the LA Galaxy were interested. And again, this is an LA Galaxy move that they've been targeting Chicharito for a long time. In fact, yeah. probably almost as long as Giovanni Dos Santos. And, and Dan Beckerman mentioned it at the press conference. He was the first one to speak. He said, this is a move that the Galaxy have been trying to make for years. And the other thing, to your point with uh, Jovan Karofsky, is every single player, Chris Klein, or not player, every person involved, Chris Klein, uh, Guillermo Barascolotto, Dennis Teclosa, they all thanked uh, Jovan for helping get this deal done. That happened so, that happened with Zlatan too. And yeah. so, you know, it's a, he's, he's got, seen, he's got the, 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 the magic sort of touch, the, the closing touch, the, the closer gene, uh, you know, Guillermo Bereshkola, the, the big deal. And Jovan talked about it in this, in this, uh, athletic piece by Sam Stechko, um, was just that he's like, you have to fly there. You have to show them that you're serious. And so whenever Guillermo got on the plane, whenever Dennis Teclosa got on the plane, when Jovan got on the plane and went to Sevilla, um, and by the way, it talks about it in here. They went to Sevilla and Sevilla's like, nah, <laughs> we're not, but, we're good. Thanks. But, you, you know. And we also keep referencing the blog, but if you go back and watch, he says, they want me, you know, he, he, uh, Chicharito at Sevilla felt unwanted. Yep. He seemed like his manager. He, he didn't, he wasn't trusted by his manager. Uh, they didn't view him highly as a starter. And so when he sees all the executives flying out from the LA galaxy, he knows they want me. They want me to play. Why would I stay somewhere where they don't want me when I have a whole, you know, they're backing up the bank. They're sending all their best people. They're they're telling me all the right things. Of course, that, that they're going to stroke his ego in that way. And that's going to, you know, ease the situation to get him to come over. Yeah, they, they mentioned a couple different. They talk about uh, Nico Castillo as well. And, you know, we talked about that one. There was another player. I can't forget. Uh, I forget who they were going after. But basically, you know, they had reached out to Chicharito. And he was like, at one point, he was, they were like, no, that's not. It's not going to happen. I want to stay. And then Dennis was paying attention. Again, Dennis just doing his homework on this. <laughs> and knowing Chicharito since Chicharito was at yeah. uh, that, that's a benefit Guadalajara yeah. right um, knowing that and just texting his agent is like well how does Chicharito feel now that you know he didn't get any minutes in the, playing against a third tier team in uh, in I forget one of the cups. Copa del Rey yeah, yeah, yeah. Copa del Rey mm -hmm. um, and, and the whole deal is, and the agent was like he wants to come to, to USA it's like okay good yeah, let's, then make it let's make it happen and then Sevilla says no um, and then a little while they said, no, you have to talk to the player. And if the player really wants to come, then he has to tell us that. And then maybe we'll discuss it. And apparently Chicharito went in there and said, I want to go play. Is this like a, when your, your kid comes up to you and says, can I do this? And you say, go ask mom, go ask mom. Yeah. <laughs> go it, was, ask mom. it was one of those. <laughs> um, but they said it. And then Sevilla goes, you know, basically to Dennis and Yovan and, and, uh, Guillermo is like, well, why don't you guys come have lunch with us? And Dennis was like, if they're asking you to come have lunch, it's good news. Yeah, like, I think that's what it is. Cause it seems like Beckham was done over dinner. Zlatan was done over a meal. Right. So that if, it's, if, it's about if, eating. If you invite Jovan to lunch or dinner, you're getting a player. Well, I mean, and, and that's how it happens. <laughs> and by the way, uh, you know, there were so many sort of interesting takes on this that perhaps Chivas was going after Chicharito. He actually smashed that to little smithereens yeah. today. And by the way, he's right. He says, there's a rule that says I can't play with them. Um, the way the seasons line up. Remember, you can't play. You can be registered with three teams and play for two in the same calendar year, but you can't be registered um, you can't play for all three teams but the one exception is if a league has a different schedule and because MLS is on a different schedule to where it plays in our favor there you go finally it pays finally off. that's how it works <laughs> so anyway so again read this article it has all the details it talks about the hiccups it talks about you know them working through everything and how everything really was I mean you know that whole 
that whole maybe it's going to fall through thing seem only happened for a couple hours and then it was resolved. Um, go watch the naked humans. I, yes. In fact, I implore you. And if you watch Chicharito crying, um, even on just the phone, that, even just that ten minute spell is worth it. It's, it's totally worth it. You want to watch it. You want to see it. Um, and, and how that goes. So um, I don't know. I I, I will so tell you right now. I'm excited to cover Chicharito. He is a he's he has so much substance to what he says. And he seems so passionate about it that it's infectious whenever you listen to him. Um, I don't know if there's any video of me actually watching him during the press conference. Usually there's not. It's all pointed up front. But every once in a while I get caught. <laughs> I and usually say, I look like I'm angry. Leave it to the guys who point a video camera and talk into a microphone who want people to look at him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> at the press conference yeah. for Chicharito. Did, did, you, you, you expected guys, footage you of you? <laughs> did you see me out there? I was standing there. Uh, I was I was there. Um, but no, I mean, I was probably smiling yeah. watching him because you it, couldn't help it. Yeah, exactly. He's a very, very likable guy. What I'm looking forward to is obviously this has been a, a weeks long saga, you know, a couple weeks in the making of getting Chicharito and now landing Chicharito and then hearing him speak and going a little bit into his background and watching his vlog and all these different things. So it's been exciting. You know, today was is the Chicharito show today. Um, I'm excited for the next steps because now this is done. Uh, you could tell that they put, put their foot, foot, pulled their foot off the gas on other signings to get this deal done. So now I'm just looking forward to our next steps, getting on the field, getting training, who are going to be those depth pieces. That's what I'm excited. I think we could kind of close the chapter on the Chicharito saga. He's going to be a great addition and someone who's going to be a lot of fun to watch and to cover. Uh, but I'm excited. I'm excited that we can we can close the chapter on this book. Yeah, it's... Uh... It's going to be an interesting time. Uh, February 8th, open training. Uh, Victoria Block debuts. I saw pictures of Victoria Block today. Um, actually, if you go on my Instagram, you could see that. It took some videos. It took a took a picture. Uh, the grass berm looks like it's being replanted or redone. So that's all dirt right now. The seats that were there, obviously, you saw the video that the Galaxy put out where it was coming out. Well, that stuff is expected to go back in here pretty shortly. So all that stuff is sort of planned. Uh, I will tell you this. I have one more update before we go just on something that it, uh, people have been asking. And I will tell you at least where it stands right now. This isn't official official, but I'll sort of let you know how it goes. Uh, when, you know, whenever Zlatan Ibrahimovic showed up that they basically closed trainings. Uh, people weren't allowed to stand there, weren't allowed to go get, go get autographs, which had sort of been a thing. It was never quote unquote allowed. It just wasn't, disallowed and so you could go get autographs and stuff and eventually that eased towards the yeah. end of his tenure there it was like oh you can go there and get they, it done they have a system in place they do uh with chicharito i sort of asked the same thing i was like hey are you guys going to shut it down for javier because there's probably gonna be a lot of people um and right now it seems at least that there is a bullpen area that is be able to be there for fans to be able to sign um so if you are thinking about coming out to training i would suggest that you try it yeah. um it's and one of the coolest things i think you can do um just listen to the security people that are there and you shouldn't have any issues with that. Um, and I, I think that's the smart move by the organization as well is because people are going to show up whether you tell them to or you tell right. them not to. So organize it. Set up a bullpen, set up an area, hire security, get it ready to go because uh, people are going to show up anyway. So just organize it in a way so the players are safe, fans are safe, and everyone is able to to get what they need. I, I think it's interesting as well. Um, there there weren't a ton of fans there today, but I was talking to some of the security, and they're like, well, we imagine Saturday's going to be a little, way, a little <laughs> bit different, right? And Saturday and the Sunday. O, the open training. And, and if you made your way out to the airport and you maybe weren't happy with uh, the glimpse that you got of Chicharito, I think that v Victoria Block Party is going to be the perfect opportunity because they're going the t whole team's going to be there in open training, and it's more of a party atmosphere. So... Uh, LAX isn't the best place to throw a party, but right. the diggity is. The, the diggity yeah, that's going to be much more conducive to having a fun time with uh, your fellow LA Galaxy supporters. In open training, the only thing that I hope for is that they play dodgeball. 
Um, did you see there was a hockey Is team? That a thing? No, it can be. I okay. mean, you know, <laughs> if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Oh, listen, the, the LA Kings play keep keep you up before uh, before the game. So. They, they do. Um, there was, I think it was either the New Jersey Devils, or I think it was an East Coast team or something like that. They were playing. They had an open training, and they had they were playing dodgeball <laughs> on the ice. And oh, I'm like, I'm all about that. that a, that's for, what I want to see. As a former decap counselor, I could tell you, capture the flag would be a good one. Yeah. I'm all about it. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah, it'll be. Uh, it'll, it, <laughs> Although all you need is a <laughs> somebody get hurt, torn ligament. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> From somebody, dodgeball. somebody somebody puts out a puts out a shoulder or something like that. Um, all right, I think that about does it. Anything else, Eric? That you got? Listen, I'll, I'll tell you right now. As far as rumors, we're trying to get back into that groove. Um, there has been a big lull in the yeah. fact that Chicharito sucked all the air out of anybody who was doing anything. Uh, the Galaxy are back at it and, and are working and, and trying to figure those out. So we will do our best to try to figure out what is going on and, and who they're targeting. And I think you're going to see some of those uh, pop up here in a little bit. Yeah, it has. No, I can hear you. You can hear me. It has gone quiet and and it seems like Chicharito, you know, did take up. So that's why I said I was excited uh, to move to those next steps because, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's done. It's time to move on to our next targets. Yep, absolutely. All right. Uh, anything else, Eric? You good? Well, I did want to mention last time uh, I was on the show, I mentioned the LA Galaxy uh, LA Kings night on February 20th. So a little bit of a snafu <laughs> yeah. on the link. The link is no longer active, but it does list uh, a, a ticket representative. So if you call the number, they'll still honor the price. They'll still honor the hat. You just have to give them a call. You can't do it through the link anymore. But just tell them you're, you're with a uh, you know, the Portuguese hammers group or Eric's group and th- they'll make it work. They'll make it work. Yeah. You got it all set. So a little bit different. Okay. All right. Well, uh, why don't they, why don't you tell people where they can find you and we'll, uh, we'll get on out of here. Ooh, new music. I know. I it love it. Pumps you it up. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at GAS hammer. And you can also find me on Instagram with the professional foul. That's at galaxy profile. That's galaxy P R O F O U L. All right. If you're looking for me on Twitter, it's at J guess when J G U E S M A N. And of course at galaxy podcast, head on over to corner of the galaxy.com for all of our coverage of the LA Galaxy, including the videos, including all of our written pieces. Larry Morgan has a great recap of both training uh, on Monday and, of course, the Chicharito press conference as well. We'll have more stuff up there as we keep going. All right, I think that about does it for us right now. For Eric the Portuguese Hammer, I'm Josh Pato-Gessman, and you've been listening to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. We'll catch you on Monday. You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast. And be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. Fans, we thank you for listening, and we ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Araujo. And on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye, everybody.